Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope you're all having a great day out there today. Workout Wednesday, and well, this is inspired by a very recent episode that we talked about for nutrition and about calibrating your nutrition with, well, what your body really needs. And this is a similar topic today about just the general idea of doing the same with your workouts and your body movements in general. And this is true whether you have pain or whether you don't have pain. So, for your exercise, for your workouts, right? It's about how can we take our instinct, our intuition, our general body awareness feeling and put a language to that, put words to it. In some ways, how can we take people and make them into their own PTs where they can understand their own movement of their body, not be fearful of it, be empowered, but be able to do something about it, right? How can we calibrate people so that they can be more instinctive movers? And some people have this more than others, right? Some people prefer the hard numbers, the set plan, whatever, they tap into that. Totally fine. We don't ever want to take that away from anybody. But especially for those people that are more intuitive, that don't rely on the numbers, that kind of want to go off of feeling, how can we make sure that the feeling that we try and provide them or the feeling that they have, how can we calibrate them to better interpret it? And I was actually having this conversation today, um, both with a student I was mentoring, but then also with a patient of mine that she was pretty far along and doing quite well, but has come from a very long road of recovery that she's had. And talking about kind of her journey, where she's come from, where she's going, and how, again, we can make these movements and understanding more intuitive for her. And a lot of that goes to teaching them language about this, but teaching it to them in language that makes sense. Giving them in some ways kind of a blueprint for their own body. Hey, when this happens, what's your thought? What should you do? And all this stuff, right? And digging in. And a lot of it for me is actually, I'll use the word sometimes, depending on who I'm around, because it can get interpreted wrong but training my patients, right? Training my patients for um, kind of what I want them to tell me in a way. And I'm not saying that I'm fishing for an answer like there's a right answer or wrong answer, but I'm fishing for what is their understanding. And it was fun kind of reflecting with one of my patients today that again, I've seen her for a while. Um, She's doing way better and kind of um, reflecting to the student I was teaching too, that she was like, yeah, in the beginning he was asking me all these questions and they were like, Kind of, and she was joking around, but she's like, actually, it was like sort of almost annoying for a second, right? Just kind of getting asked all these questions. But then she's, and she's like, and he makes me like repeat back to him, like, you know, like, like what, what I, like what I'm saying, what I'm feeling and stuff, whatever. And like, I do it a lot, but then, then she's like, oh, actually, at the end of the session, it kind of makes sense. Like, I actually know what's going on. So it kind of helps. Sweet, we got that. But here's what I mean by training them, right? So that's kind of short, short-term, very beginning road to long-term where we have to go. But I'll tell my patients, hey, when you come back, I want to know about this, that, and that, right? Things from their daily personal life, things I want them to be intentional about observing for themselves. Or I want them to have a certain thought pattern. Or I want them to think about um, certain goals for themselves. And I'll say, hey, I want to hear about this next time. That way it's not just this kind of you know, okay, go do your thing, go do your exercises, do whatever, and come back. No, they're actively engaged in different thought patterns. I want them observing what's going on in a different context, a different light, 
So I'm teaching them observational skills. I'm teaching them the things I care about, and I'm teaching them how to care about them and how to observe them. And maybe they don't care about them, but maybe they care about the results they're getting. Right? Some people will delve into this more than others. So I'm at the point now where with this athlete in particular and with a lot of my other athletes, um, especially depending on their education, their understanding, what they're invested in, and what they want to get out of the experience, how long they've been working with me, where you know, it started out in the beginning with kind of me doing more of the talking and asking questions. And now it's, you know, I'll go up to them, say, the warm pump cardio, come off, see them, I say, hey, what's up? How's it going? And they'll just go off. Not go off with, like, random crap, unuseful information, but they'll talk about, they'll say, like, hey, how's life, whatever. And they'll tell me some stuff that happened, whatever, some good stuff, some bad stuff, just general life things, right? Want to catch up because you actually care. But then they'll go... Hey, it's better since last session. And like I don't say a word, but they say, Hey, it's better since the last session because dot 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 give me evidence. I felt blah 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 because I noticed this. Here's what I did to do this. It worked because hey this or it didn't work because da da da. Then I tried this. Right? So they're giving me all the information I need where it's like they're giving me their reassessment, their subjective. Like if I was to do a subjective interview of a patient for initial examination for the initial eval and I was to ask them questions, right? I would get two thirds of that information from just what my patients tell me right off the bat. Because again, I train them to tell me what I care about and to focus their attention on that. When they do, it becomes much less about the pain and how can we objectively or through a subjective lens try and objectify and understand their pain and experience around that pain better and give them to move the needle in a certain direction. Because a lot of patients, they'll come in and say, and even she, she admitted it the first couple times, where she, I was like, hey, how are things? And then she just says, good, fine, worse, or haven't gotten better. So, okay, then I dig deeper, I ask. I don't just take them for their word for it. Even when they say good, okay, they say good, why? Right, you probe those questions. Over time, they get so used to your questioning, right? When you question the right way for what you want to do, what you want to get, that as they become more and more comfortable with you, they're just spurting out all the answers, right? And so that they're giving you what you need. And when they don't fully, sweet, keep asking. So now it's at the point with some of my athletes where, you know, we can get to the point of comfortable level where they do a movement in the clinic, right? Whether it irritates them or something, sometimes I'll just look at them, but sometimes I'll say, how was that? And they give me, well, this, that, that, again, points I'm focusing on, and they say, because dot, 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 this is what I felt, experienced, whatever. Cool, right? We're getting somewhere with this. It could be a quick check-in. And sometimes, right, I trust their intuition. I trust their experience, their body. I trust all the things that we've worked on together. I know that they're crazy safe. Movement bothered them. And I'll literally just tell them, do better. Right? For the athlete where I can tap into that, where I'm good to go. I just, they say what they experienced, what it was. I said, okay, do better. Or I just say, do better. And they're like, and they just like go in their zone, right? They go in their zone of body awareness. They go in their zone of like, okay, these are the things we worked on in PT, whatever's going through their head. And they work on it. Uh, then they get a different result, right? Or they get the same result. I'm like, oh, I can't really do it. Sweet. I'm there as their safety net then. But I try and create my physical therapy gym as a place where I can be their safety net, where I can be there to say, hey, this is a place you should feel the safest in the world experimenting with movements, figuring out what's going on, understanding your body. So that when you leave here, 
right? You've got these tools. You can be your own PT. If this happens in the future, what, what should you think? What should you do? I don't just tell them. Sometimes I'll tell them, right? But I tell them in a form of leading them through questioning. So we really are working at the psychological realm as much, if not more, as we are the physical realm and how we can integrate that into their lives. This is a physical therapy example, but the same things can ring true from general workouts, right? How can we ask questions? How can we understand things, different phenomena related to pain or not pain, just body feeling awareness, right? How can we get that feedback to be much more automatic? Just like if you kind of meal planned or meal prepped, right? And for so long, you count a calorie so long, for so long, you calibrate your body so that you can feel it without tracking it as intimately. Same thing here. We develop our senses. We develop our awareness for ourselves. We develop, hey, how we feel. We develop what we want to focus on. It's not just this kind of binary pain or no pain or a good lift or bad lift, whatever. It's what's the precise detail I care about focusing on. For different people, I care about different level of things and different levels of detail and what they're invested in, what they're interested in. But this automatically makes it so much more of a journey. It's not do exercise in PT or hands-on stuff in PT, go home, do a few exercises, come back. No, we're making this integrated into their lives, changing things throughout their lives. And that's what makes it better. And that's what I'm gonna say is gonna be awesome for anybody out there who does work out, who goes after movement, right? What can we do to better get in touch with our intuitive nature? And, you know, I I was asked a great question by the student today. He was like, How do you train that? And I said, what do you mean? How do you train that for who? For patients, for other PTs, for teaching other clinicians? He's like, how do you how do you train that for other clinicians, right? Because I've, he's like, I've I've learned other skills and stuff and things like that in school, but I haven't, you know, we don't want really to talk about that stuff. And it was awesome, kind of breaking it down, talking to him about again, my limited understanding. I'm not claiming I got it all. I'm claiming that I try and actively pick things up from different mentors, different experiences, from reflecting on my own practice. I failed a ton of times. I fail every day. I honestly, I fail every day. I truly believe that. I reflect, I look back, oh, I could have done better. But I don't say I could have done better. I could I have to be like myself, like what I want to hear, like from my patient. I could have done better because dot, 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 because I did this, but I could have done this in retrospect because here's why, here's evidence behind it. Here's what I could have done. Clinical reasoning, reflective nature, right? This gets you so far in life in general because you ask the deeper question. You care about the answer to the deeper question. And when you're not satisfied with the answer to the deeper question, because you asked a deeper question and you got a superficial answer, that means you need to ask that question again. Why? 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 It's not the same question. Because you're asking why to a different answer. Go in depth to get the layers. If the answer you get is superficial, ask it again or ask it in a different way. Get the depth that you desire. Be relentless in that. Or say, hey, that question wasn't important enough anyway. Don't care. Or I'm going to tease it out later, not priority now. Sweet. Get your priorities straight. Make it happen. And let's get after it. Again, if you ask a question that you perceive as deep and you want a deep answer and you get a superficial answer, ask it again or ask a different question. Find the next level. Right? You may just be peeling back layers of their ability for their perception at the moment. Peel back thin layers at a time, that's fine. But keep peeling back the layers. I know this is not a typical episode for a workout Wednesday. However, this body awareness, this method of thinking, kind of training patients or you know training clients, whoever it is, or for those of you listening, training yourselves, mentally engaging in the way that you experience movement throughout yourself.
and when it's above your control, out of your range, above your pay grade, go find a healthcare practitioner that can help and is willing to help and provide that feedback for you to empower you through that experience. That's what we're looking after. That's the goal. That's the vision. That's the dream. And that is one of the many reasons I love the profession of physical therapy and what I want to create out of it. All right, y'all. Have a great day. Stay strong. Be tenacious. And discover, rediscover your intuition through movement. Simply, not easy.